we've got stories to tell How the human race should be erased from space Where they're horrible people and deserve to die If you don't believe me, then I'll tell you why We've caused genocides and mass extinction Humans causing bad pollution Amazon is burning down California's on shaky ground Ted Cruz and Cancun people deny the moon Gun crime is on the rise, hypocrisy and evil lies Leadership is on vacation, God is doing tax evasion Police increasing jurisdiction, overdue for extinction Welcome to episode 5, dummies. We have a great show for you today. As usual, we're going to dive into some stuff that's uh, more of the traditional things that you've come to love, the segments that you've come to know, and we're going to do a couple of new things as well. Uh, one new segment that one of our listeners, Dummy Holly, has suggested is an adaptation of tr- uh, Two Truths and a Lie. So instead of uh, doing that uh, traditionally, we're just going to do Two Lies and a Truth instead. I promise all of the things that I have listed as possibilities that I have performed are horrific in their own individual way, uh, but we'll see in what way. And uh, Justin, you are going to be a, a little contestant in my game show. Uh, but before we get there, how have you been doing lately? Anything exciting going on? Nothing exciting. Uh, too much work, not enough sleep. Um, yeah, more of just like the classic falling asleep on the shitter in the middle of the night, waking up with numb legs. Nothing real exciting, to be honest. I wish I had something better to bring you. Uh, the most exciting thing about my week so far was I drove to Philly yesterday just to get Arby's and that tells you any anything it's not been that great that's that's a a long drive for arby's commitment arby's is good i like arby's but it's not i don't think drive was it like 25 minutes to get oh from sugar creek it was about 15 yeah so because i went after work yeah i mean in sugar creek we have uh mcdonald's and subway to choose from from places to eat so you know yeah you guys you guys got that cool ass uh, McDonald's with the train that goes around the drive-through. Oh, it's uh, yeah, the moving scene, the moving painting, Tom Miller. Right, right. Um, well, we're not alone this episode. We have Dummy Taya on with us as well. Uh, she is guesting an, another episode. She's not been part of this um, rebirth of uh, Overdue for Extinction yet. So um, she's familiar, though, with how it goes. So no, no need to uh, warm her up to the, the horrific uh, nightmares that will await after she's finished. How are you doing, Taya? I am doing fantastic. Glad to be back. Excellent. Anything exciting on your end of the uh, end of the world? Not uh, falling asleep on toilets or anything like that. You know, I got off of that for a while. I was on that for a while, so I decided to, you know, it's time to stop that. <laughs> uh, I I don't fall asleep on toilets so much anymore because that's usually my TikTok time. Um, <laughs> but uh, anymore, anywhere else that I sit down for more than five minutes, I start falling asleep. And I was texting uh, Kristen on my last break of the day, and I sat in my car, and uh, I was we're using Messenger, so we have the uh, thumb up button that you can hit that's right next to the send button. And her and I uh, are among the um, clan of people that believe that sending a thumb up button uh, reaction is a um, kind of like a fuck you, okay, whatever you say kind of uh, mood. 
Um, yes. Yeah, and so uh, we were talking, and I don't remember what it was. It was something non-consequential, though. And uh, I started falling asleep, and my head, my finger stayed on the screen, and I sent a big thumb up, and I was like, oh, she's going to be pissed. So I unsent <laughs> it, and she's like, what was that? And I said, oh, I fell asleep. It was my bad. And then um, we messaged a few more exchanges, and I started falling asleep again, but this time my uh, thumb landed on the uh, record audio button, so all she could hear was some light snoring and the air conditioner in the car blowing. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, been a day for naps. Hey, uh, speaking of naps, I did fall asleep in a new place today. Yeah, what's that? Uh, at the uh, at the window at the drive-thru waiting for my food. Wow. Oh. Foot on the brake pedal, not even transmission to park. Just saw them fucking logs. Did you create a lineup behind you, or were you the only one there at the time? Uh, luckily, well, I had my sunglasses on, so like you couldn't see my eyes, and I woke up before they tried to hand me my food, because... You know, that would have been uh, embarrassing. Were you at the window where you picked yeah. up the food? Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you placed, like, the order at the, the speaker box and then <laughs> fell asleep. Asleep. And no. They're like, all right, that'll be so-and-so, pull around. And then, like, two minutes later, like, where the, where the fuck is he? <laughs> no, no, no. Fortunately, I made it around the corner to the, to the pickup window. Yeah, I've uh, I don't think I've fallen asleep in the drive-through before, but by far the most inconvenient place I've ever fallen asleep was at the pickup line to get trays from school, um, because when you get there, depending on how early you get there, they don't start um, coming around to check the name placards on the side of the cars to you know tell the teacher to send out what students in what order, and until like uh, I think it's like um, three. 35 or 345 so i get there at like 315 325 if i'm real like on time and all that and so we just sit in the lineup of cars we don't go anywhere and it's usually a good tiktok time but when i'm real tired i just close my eyes and one day i did fall asleep and they came around they got my name because i had it in the window already but they got the name and they moved on and then the line of traffic started moving but i was asleep so i didn't realize it was moving and i i put a real predicament on the people that were behind me because there was a nice lineup behind me and uh i woke up to a couple cars just slowly driving up beside me looking in my window to see what was going on and they just drove past me and I, I i got back in line a few cars late but i got back in i have a nap story kind of real quick um like circa 2006 i used to work at a theme park and um i worked at a restaurant at said theme park and one day i must have had like a really bad allergy day and the only thing that I had available was some Benadryl. Took the Benadryl. Didn't think anything of it. I went to work. It was going to be like a 16-hour shift because that's kind of how it worked there. Um, I went on my break, and I went out back to eat some food. And apparently, I that's exactly where I wanted to nap, right there um, in the back of the restaurant. And I woke up to being, I don't know, maybe two hours late for my break, and my crew standing around me trying to figure out what was I, going on I, I i very rarely fall asleep at work except in my car that happens frequently but never to the point that i'm two hours late um i did fall asleep one time when we were still working at walmart or you might have been gone by that point i don't remember if you quit before i did um i think no i think i was there after or yeah i think you left before me Okay, um, there was a point where i went home on my lunch and i think lunches were only 30 minutes right 
Yes. Or, yeah, no, so they were hour. No, we got an hour lunch. An hour. That's right. That, that's about how I ended up falling asleep. So I ended up going home for the hour. And I only lived like 10, 15 minute drive away home. So I was like, I'll go there. I'll have the same amount of time back. It gives me about half an hour um, liberally to eat lunch at home so I don't have to spend money. And uh, I went home. I, I don't know if I even ate or not, but I sat down on the couch and then I don't remember passing out. And I woke up and I had a bunch of missed calls from the managers at Walmart because apparently I had fallen asleep for like three or four hours. And uh, and I had to call them back. They thought that I got in a wreck when I went on my lunch break. And I was just like, no, I'm alive. I'll just come back and clock out. People so. would sleep in the back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I imagine it's probably not much different, but... But anyway, just to say uh, one one more. This wasn't a. It was after work. I came home and as I so famously do, I took a nap, and I woke up and it was, um, right at the time of the year. I think it was in the fall. So like six thirty seven was just like, dusk time, and I woke up, looked at my looked at my phone, realized it was seven thirty. And I looked outside, and I didn't look at it to see if it was a.m. or p.m. Freaked the fuck out, picked my phone up, called my supervisor, and he, he real confused. He's like, hey, hey, JT, what's up? And I'm like, man, I, I apparently I didn't set an alarm. I fell asleep as soon as I got home. I'm like, I just woke up. I'm so sorry. I'm late. I'll be there as soon as I can. And there's just a long pause on the other side. He's like, uh, dude. He goes, it's 7.30. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm late, man. And he's like, no, it's 7.30 p.m. We just left work like two hours ago, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you got to finish out the best way possible then. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Nothing anyway, about that time. We're, we're all... Yeah, we're all we're all exhausted millennials who at this point are willing to embrace the sweet sleep uh, that will eventually wait us all. But we are not here to uh, depress you with the, the the sweet sleep or maybe to make you look forward to it. Instead, we are here to talk about the dumb things that other people are doing um, instead of what we're doing dumb because I think I, every week I put enough emphasis on the things that I continue to do. And I would like to you know shift focus to where other people are doing it instead. So uh, if you guys are ready to warm up, I've got a little icebreaker here for you that I thought was interesting. And uh, we'll uh, go ahead and dive in the dumb after that if you guys are ready. All right, let's go. We make it illegal. For what purpose? Actually, you know what? Instead of that icebreaker, I've got something much more um, prominent on my mind that I wanted to talk about. I think is a lot more interesting than talking about an immortal snail. Its whole life pursuit is just to chase you down and touch you to kill you in a terrible death. I want to talk about squirting. Oh. Okay. I mean, anything touching me at this point sounds great, even if it is a snail that kills me, but continue. You mean the, the soda, right? If that's what you're talking about, the pop? Yeah. Well, no, I I suppose you could. There's not a lot of interesting things about Squirt the drink. It's an all right drink, but it's <laughs> by far one of the lower uh, lemon lime tier drinks you can have. Uh, no, I'm talking about. Um, uh, uh, I don't know if you've seen the video of. Uh, have, have you guys Which watched? One? Tough? Yeah. <laughs> That's probably a bad, bad uh, leader question. I heard a, which video did you, did you guys see? And I don't know well, what you said, but I just heard come. And then there was a break. <laughs> Let me find uh, the video I'm referring to. Don't worry, I'm not going to Pornhub for this one. Um, 
I wonder if I can. Oh, my God, I found it immediately. Um, okay, I, I, it's three minutes. I'm not going to play it. That's, that's going to be terrible audio format. Uh, instead, uh, are you both uh, familiar with Tosh.0 and have seen the couple, first couple of the, uh, seasons? Yes. Yes. Okay. Are you familiar with the video um, of the um, uh, lovely lady who uh, is videoing, I think it's a workout room or something where she's got a, a bench press uh, uh, bed and she zooms in on it and she goes, you see that? That's not pee. That's squirt. I can't say I remember that one in particular. Yeah, I don't think, I'm not sure. That one is ingrained in my brain forever, and I don't know why. I insist that you both at least get on my page and see what she looks like to maybe see if that rings a bell. I post it in the Discord. Let's see. <laughs> All right, so now now you've got an idea who I'm talking about. Uh, the squirt pillow. It wasn't a. I don't know if why I remember a workout bench for whatever reason. Um, but it's it was a, a pillow that she apparently squirted on, and I believe this video uh, was made uh, for someone who she was involved with or seeing or something, and she wanted to be like, hey. I thought about you today, and she's just like squirting on a pillow over him. So that's not what led me to want to talk about squirting. So let's get into what 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 I wanted to talk about. So there's this girl that I work with, all right? Um, and I can't tell you what the conversation was leading up to it because I was minding my own business and working, and uh, all of a sudden she decided she was going to say a very – bold statement um she was talking with one of the shift supervisors and it, obviously we have a very um friendly relationship with the shift supervisor because otherwise this conversation would not have unfolded as it did and um they somehow got into the conversation of peeing on people for for profit i don't know how it got there i wasn't part of the conversation leading up to that point but i um, i got tuned the fuck in when i heard that point so i started listening does. Yeah, as one does, you, you, you're doing your own job and you hear someone talking about pissing on people for profit and you're like, okay, I'm in now, what's going on? <laughs> so they were talking and he said something about that being nasty as fuck and she said, no, what was it? She said something about, no, I piss on motherfuckers all the time and they love that shit. Now I'm real invested because I think she's got some side business and she's like making money off of this. I don't know why she's working there. Clearly she's got a higher profit from somewhere else. So also, teach me how to make money by pissing on people. I say, get that bag, sis. I don't know where you you advertise a service. Probably on misconnections or something. So maybe what they dig around on there. <laughs> but um, yeah, so she's like, I piss on motherfuckers all the time, and they love that shit. So I'm way tuned in now. They have my full attention. I don't even know what's going on in my work anymore. I could be lighting a fire, not aware of it. And he he stops what he's doing, and he's like. What are you talking about? And she said, yeah, you piss on a motherfucker. They love that shit all the time. They think it's sexy. I don't know about you, Justin, or Ty. I don't know if you've got an involvement with people having pissed on you in the past. Um, I don't think I've been pissed on before, but I don't think it's sexy. I don't want it. I actually had an offer uh, from someone I was involved with once. She specifically said, like, after the third, like second or third time we hooked up, she's like, just so you know, if you want me to, she's like, I'll piss all over you. And I'm like, Ex excuse me? She's like... Fucking what? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no. She's like, this other guy, you know, I, I hooked up with one time. He requested that I piss on him. So I pissed on him. She goes, 
as weird as it sounds, she goes, it wasn't that bad. So if you want me to piss on you, I'll do it. Uh, no, thank you. I don't know <laughs> that I would have thought that the third or fourth hookup was the time to bring that up. I guess um, I guess when you have been together a few times, you're like, and I guess now's the time to bring up the weird shit. Uh, maybe, um, she was, maybe it was a test. Like Maybe like if this guy wants me to piss on him too, I'm out. I Kristen, can confidently say I've never pissed on anybody, or nor have I wanted to. Okay, I have, I, I, probably, I have pissed on somebody, but that's a different story. <laughs> that sounds like it's the most relevant story right now. <laughs> Shall I tell, or should you want me to wait? Well, okay. Whip it out. Well, 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 wait a minute. Maybe that's not the right phrasing. Um, is was this in the same? Um, it, was, it wasn't sexual. I was going to I was going to use the poor phrasing. Is this in the same stream of the, what we're talking about now? <laughs> I kind of, well, you know, I mean, it's pissing on somebody. Stream, no pun intended. Right, that, that's what I was going, that was the, the poor choice the of, of wording. Okay, I, I, I think we have to hear about you pissing on someone now. Okay, so as, uh, I don't know, was I 20, 21, 22, somewhere in there? Was at this, uh, this kegger, this big bonfire, and uh, I'm just drunk as fuck and we were in a field it was a field party and there's this truck that everybody had been going behind to piss all night long it's just like it was the closest truck to the kegs it's like centrally located go out piss continue your conversations to the side you know come back out and whatever so i'm to the point where like i'm fucking both high as shit and fucking drunk as shit i can't see the fucking walk and i stumble over the truck and i and I start pissing, and I'm just standing there, and all of a sudden, uh, something catches my eye, and there's this chick in front of me, just puking her brains out, on her knees, puking her brains out, all over the ground, and now, including being covered in puke, her hair is just soaked in my piss. So, you think I would have stopped... But I was too drunk to stop. So I just stood there and continued to piss all over this poor chick. And then walked away like I never saw her. To this day, I do not know who the fuck it was or what the fuck happened to her. For all I know, for all I know she passed out behind that truck. You're, you're so wasted. You're like, dude, someone's pissing on you. You should move. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's uh, that's my story. Oh my god! All right. Well, um, that aside, now that we have that information about you, um, back to where the squirting and all this takes place or, or comes into it. So she was like, "Yeah, motherfuckers, I piss on them all the time, and they love that shit." And I and at some point, he did the calculations in his mind. I could see the wheels turning, and he thought about it for a few moments of of silence, and he said. Do you mean when you're squirting during sex? And she's like, yeah, squirt, piss. And he's like, no, those aren't the same thing at all. And I thought, no, those aren't the same thing. Those, you are very correct. I, I'm not um, a master of the female anatomy. 100% sure, though, that's not the same thing. And so this was going to be a conversation that was going to unfold between you and me, Justin, where we discussed as non-vagina-having members of society uh, whether or not squirt was related to piss or not. And then Taya, we got in touch with her and said, hey, we owe you a couple more episodes as a guest spot on the uh, the, the podcast. This would be a good point for you to come in and uh, join us on the panel to discuss squirting. So... Sure. 
Taya, as the vagina-owning member, uh, perhaps you can enlighten us as to if squirt does consist of urine primarily or at all. So, you are correct. It does. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say primarily. Absolutely not primarily. There is it in there, of course, just because. Just because. That, just, just because. <laughs> just you know? the, the way the good lord <laughs> intended it. Okay, I changed uh, my answer. I've been pissed on that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, there's times that it wouldn't have any, but yeah, Squirt is primarily piss. Okay, so I wanted then to uh, mentally apologize, or I will never bring up the topic up in real uh, life, because I feel like you can't go back to talking about how you thought she was a fucking idiot. So, not having a vagina, I thought... Well, I don't know. I haven't had a vagina for 33 years of my life, and she has, so I would have to assume she probably knows better than I. However, where I discredited her was she she's a person who is constantly late, who does not get fired for being late, and who just kind of shows up whenever she feels like showing up. And she, she came in one day, I think, like 30, 45 minutes late for this shift, which amazes me that no one getting, is getting fired for this. This is common practice. And she goes, you know, I don't show up on time because there's no reason to. They don't give me a good reason. And I said, what would get you to show up on time? She said, I don't know. If we had some kind of incentive, like a, a financial incentive to be here, then that would probably get me to show up. <laughs> I'm just like... Uh, uh, who's been signing her paychecks this whole time? Financial um, incentive for the job that I'm doing. Yeah, huh. she she's like, no, not like the paycheck. Like, I want that too. She's like, like gift cards or something. I'm like, I think you have to show up on time every time for them to feel like giving you bonus incentives. Okay, so it, you do have a valid point as to why you would question whether or not she knew if Squirt consisted of piss or not. Yeah, what made me wonder, too, uh, not only because I doubted her intelligence overall, as I thought maybe she doesn't know what the composition of squirt is. I don't know why I'm calling it squirt like it's a, a chemical formulation. I guess it kind of it's, is. In my mind, you just have a beaker of squirt right now, and you're just, like, <laughs> swishing it around. I think it was in her wording, because, I mean... Not the king team, but there is a difference. I mean, she could be out here pissing, pissing on motherfuckers. But that I mean, was the, the other idea I had. Yes, right. However, but yes, there is, there is piss and squirt. Which, which now has led me down another wormhole entirely. Is how many times? And I, I, I want to believe that it's been zero out of however many for me because I don't, don't want to believe this has been the possibility. But how many times have women not been feeling it because the guy is a fucking absolute piss wad and can't figure out how to stimulate the woman properly and she thought well I'm going to have to get out of this by faking an orgasm and she's like don't know that I can get myself to orgasm but I do know I have to pee and then just thought that'll do it <laughs> evacuated <laughs> oh you did so good babe thanks so much for that Oof. and now we, <laughs> and now we open the, the floor to Taya for any personal history experiences <laughs> Again, can confidently say I've never uh, just pissed myself to fake orgasm. I, I bet. I mean, I, probably people have done it. Me personally, no. Okay, all right. This is about to become that, a whole other interesting show. That com that that thought had never crossed my mind until you brought it up. To be honest, like, yeah, 
yeah, it's it's not something you ever really think about. Even if if now being educated uh, that we are and knowing that there is uh, some amount of piss in uh, squirt, um, it now it now leads me to think like anytime I've tried to dirty talk to a woman um, during sex, and I you know can obviously feel that that I have uh, done the job successfully and that she is uh, responding correctly to the stimulation that I'm providing. I'm trying to be as scientific and not just, I fingered her good. <laughs> um, <but laughs> anyway. Um, uh, but if you're now just it's like... tuning in, if you're just tuning in, this, this is our podcast, Overdue for Extinction. But... Um, uh, so like I, I know that it's happening, and then and then it happens. The reaction that I'm looking for, and you know, a dirty talk during it's like, oh yeah, you like that? You're so dirty. Like no, now I'm dirty. You've pissed on me. We now need to stop what we're doing because this is no longer fun. I don't know that I'm gonna partake in sex joyfully, knowing now that there's a bit of it that's piss. Just rubber nose in it like a dog. Oh, that's 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 what you do to get teenagers to stop jerking off in places that the rest of the family go to. You just rub their face in it when they're done. Oh my god! <laughs> do you have this problem? Do you, do you often see teenagers jerking in public family spots? I just have gatherings of teenagers, and I throw porn on the background. Like it's no big deal. It's fine. <laughs> Oh my God! So if you haven't if you haven't been to our fifth annual um, uh, porn gathering, <laughs> just don't sit anywhere. It's not safe. A potluck dinner this year. It's a potluck dinner. Don't worry about the duck sauce. <laughs> Sorry, that was a typo. It's dick sauce. <laughs> something about a chili bowl or something. Yeah, a chili bowl or something. Yeah. I don't know if I can find the ingredients to that at Walmart. <laughs> I bet it, you could get it homemade, though. Oh, my God. All right, well, that was just what was on my mind. Uh, we were going to talk about um, uh, an immortal snail that uh, spends its entire existence chasing you down for the rest of your life. Uh, you can't kill it, and it knows your location at all times, and its only purpose in life is to find you and touch you, causing you a terrible death. Um, the offer was that you would be given $10 million if you accepted this fate of eternal chase. And uh, it was going to be a conversation about what you might do to evade the snail and all that. But um, I thought squirting was a much more interesting topic. Definitely. Fair I mean... <laughs> I, I, I say that my life is boring now because all I do is work between the two jobs. But honestly, I'm getting more material for the podcast than I've ever gotten before. <laughs> Yeah, I, and you, at least you have, like, I work with three other dudes. So, like, one one never leaves his office, and the other two is just a rehash of material. So, at least one of us is bringing something to the table. Yeah, you're just getting your taint violated for no reason. He actually brought that up again today. He, he was pissed <laughs> off at me that, that because uh, I told him, I'm like, hey, by the way, I started a new segment on my podcast called... Sex, uh, sexual harassment in the wor- workplace. And I just talked about you for 10 minutes and his jaw dropped. He probably He's thought like, you named him and everything. He thought he was going to change his name and go undercover. No, I told him I dropped his name and everything. He's like, today, he's like, you won't even let me touch your taint anymore. And I'm like, dude, I didn't want you touching me in the first place. What's wrong? You won't let me touch you anymore like you used to. Uh... 
Oh, yeah, Ty, if you were, uh, if you weren't aware, uh, poor uh, Mr. Thomas here gets his taint violated on a daily basis at work. Oh. Yeah. Did you sign up for that, or was it no. in the, like, packet, the insurance packet, or? No, and no, apparently it comes with the uh, new employee thing, like, he decided to Oh, initiate... incentives. Yeah, he, he initiated himself into the group by uh, sexually harassing us all. Not not just like does. yeah, not just like coming up and touch your taint, but like like there, there's there's coworkers like I've had coworkers in the past where like you are you familiar with the fire truck, the game. Yeah. So there's coworkers that are like cool. You joke around and you walk up to and you play fire truck with, and that's cool. And then there's just people who just walk up to you and try to grope you because they think it's funny. And you you tell them to stop it. And and at one point in time, this particular coworker, like, I, I was sitting down somewhere, and he came up behind me, and like in the most loving way, wraps his arms around me, and then starts nibbling on my neck. And I had to be like, "What the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, get the fuck away!" And he was just like, "Oh, I don't know why you're so mad at me. I don't know. What? I'm like, maybe because this is inappropriate behavior." <laughs> Justin, I didn't have this this much information beforehand. I thought it was just straight taint touching. I didn't know he was trying to get real romantic with you. Oh no, no, he tried. He tried to like come up from behind me and like get real romantic. <sighs> you had to buy dinner first. You're a man that likes to eat. If you I just do. got yeah, some I food am, in your yeah. belly, your right. taint might be more open. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. We're gonna get you. Um, we're gonna get you a nice doll, and we're gonna we're gonna give it like a little um, uh, podcast shirt, and okay. you can point out all the places on the next episode where you've been touched <laughs> inappropriately by this person. <laughs> uh, In a special bonus episode. Yeah, a special bonus episode. There's a good idea. We got another one for the Patreon. We gotta do now. Ah, oh, Christ. Uh, well, that was a that was a nice um, icebreaker, I guess, if you want to call it that. I I don't know if it was nice. I'm sure Karen's probably checked out and is just going to release the rest of this episode as raw as possible. <laughs> Someone released something raw. <laughs> In all of its taint glory. Oh no, I was thinking about your uh, your coworker pissing on all of her lovers. Oh well, that was yeah, that was another thing like Ty mentioned. I I wondered too if she didn't understand what an actual like orgasm was supposed to be like. So she's just like. Yeah, I was told that you just release whatever fluid you got going, and she's just been pissing on people. Like, she's just full-on doing it. She's out there living her best life, pissing on people. I mean, I guess it's lubricant of some kind, right? Yeah, it is. More more OnlyFans uh, ideas. <laughs> Anywho's it. Uh, so, now that we've had that lovely little conversation to kick things off for the episode, and I'm sure our listener numbers have dropped in half easily, uh, if you're ready to get into the news uh, for this week, we can do so. I've got uh, an interesting one that uh, really embodies how an elephant never forgets. Right. All right, cool. So let's go ahead and check out this week's newsworthy Neanderthals. Oh, oh, ah. Breaking news has just in. Everyone, big dumb. So, 
the episode's uh, news story is uh, one that sounds kind of sad at first. I know you and I discussed when we were uh, first talking about what kind of news stories we wanted to cover because originally we kind of shied away from the idea of talking about um, news stories where somebody had died. But then we said, nah, fuck those people. They did something dumb. They deserve it. And when I read this article originally, uh, it was just that this woman had been murdered. And I thought, well, that's not like her own doing. But there's a like a sister article that explains prior to this one what happened. She, she deserved it. She had it coming. So if you're ready to get into it, we will travel to Odisha, India. Let's do it. All right. Uh, so, this article starts off saying, Bizarre animal stories are heard often, but none are quite like the latest vicious and deadly elephant attack of a 68-year-old woman in India. Maya Murmu uh, was collecting... I guess it could be Maya. Who the fuck cares? She got herself killed. Uh, Maya <laughs> Murmu was collecting water in Raipai Village, uh, located in... I'm not even going to try to, It's the Mayurbanj district of Odisha, India. If you guys have a, a, a pronunciation guess... Be my guest. No, no, no. <laughs> you're doing great, buddy. You're doing great. I think you got it. You Spot got on. It. I think that was that yeah. was 100 percent accurate. I I pro- practically fluent in Indian. Uh, so anyway. Um, uh, she was collecting water where this herd of elephants came her way. That's when she tried to flee, but one of the elephants rushed toward uh, Murmu and trampled her, the Times of India reported. So this was where initially the article was like, oh, that's that's quite sad. Why, you know, why would this be included in a subreddit for dumb people and the dumb things that they do? And so I clicked on the other article, and we're not going to go into it, but you find out that this woman was part of a poaching team in the village uh, that were poaching elephants. And this elephant was one of the, like the uh, I don't know what you want to call him, herd, the herd, I guess. Um, one of the herd members who had, she had been trying to poach and uh, trampled her uh, later when she was collecting water, minding her own business. Fuck yeah, so she, that's, that's probably yeah, justice. Yeah, very much yeah. brought it on herself. I'm not um, she deserved it, but she deserved yeah, it. Yeah, and I mean. No, she deserved it. I don't know how they view it. You know, obviously we have PETA and a million other um, uh, organizations that are designed to try to stop these kind of illegal poachings and harms the animal. Although PETA is also very anti um, eating anything fun, so I don't really, you know, back them too frequently because I'm a, a pretty avid meat eater myself. So, but, but not an elephant. I, yeah, not not elephant. I'm not going after the tusk and. Uh, all that uh so in any case uh murmu's family brought her body home for funeral preparations to take place in the same evening that she had been murdered um that's where an even more unusual event had occurred as the ceremony was taking place the times of india reported that a herd of elephants appeared from the forest sending villagers running and they left the woman's body behind (laughs) why would you bring it with you Right, I mean, it, it is um, to be crude and humor, dead weight. So it's going to be inconvenient right. to it's, take with you. But it, but it's like the, the 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 saying like I don't have to outrun the bear, I just have to outrun you. They don't have to outrun the elephants, they just have to outrun the dead woman. Right, you're like yeah, everyone's there grieving the loss of their loved one. They're like, oh, she was such a lovely old woman, and she did this and this for these people, and she was so good and kind. And then a herd of elephants show up. And they're like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> 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 um, 
<laughs> so one of the elephants that reportedly attacked the woman's corpse by picking the body up and throwing it in the air. So right there, I don't know. Are you familiar with uh, Nick Swartzen and any of his stand-up? I I may be. I, I've heard some of his stand-up, but not probably enough to be super familiar with what you're about to reference. My favorite bit he has is when he's talking about his funeral. His plans for his funeral is to have like an empty casket viewing, and then at some point in time, his body drops from the ceiling with like from like suspension wires with a disco ball and just starts party music. So like when this lady's body's getting thrown up in my air, all I all I see is Nick Swartz's dead body dropping out and <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, there are a million and one fun things that uh, I have considered for uh, my funeral to fuck with the people that have attended. Um, I, I don't know that I can discuss any of them here because in the event that either you or Ty show up, I want you to be as included in uh, the shock as everyone else. So I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, one one such uh, thing was um, uh, Nick uh, Ty. You know who Nick is, uh, Justin. You only think know him through Discord and Facebook. I, I went to college with him actually. Oh, okay, you know, that's had, you yeah. went to Kent. I didn't know well, that. Yeah, um, we we roamed the halls as dinosaurs for hours. That sounds about right for Nick. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. So Nick and I we've been uh, good friends since Buckeye in uh, 2006. I want to say. Um, and at some point we got into a conversation about we were going to be in charge of doing something to mess with the people at each other's funerals if the other one were to die first. And I don't remember now what those plans were, but I, I did recently, um, when we were talking about funerals, uh, we were talking about, um, having the other person get the deceased person's phone and start texting everyone at the funeral, uh, thanking them for attending the funeral <laughs> services. <laughs> so there's one such idea that's, uh, that's been floating around between the two of us. I don't know if, um, if he'll actually show up, but I feel obligated to um, uphold my end of the bargain if he does croak first. That's a wonderful idea. <laughs> uh, so these elephants... Uh, crashed the funeral uh everyone scattered to the wind and the the one of the elephants probably the one who remembered her uh picked the woman's corpse up tossed it in the air um oh is there i didn't know there was video there's a link that says in a video of the alleged event we have to watch this video i'm gonna open it and then i will share the screen if it does show up okay. mm -hmm. i got an advertisement This ends varicose and spider vans tried tonight. I don't know how they're going to offer to give it to me tonight. It seems very oh. overreaching. Okay, there's the video. Okay, it's a minute 17. I'll share so we're all on the same page here. Uh, share screen. Oh, uh, this video. Go live. All right, so we have the screen here. I'm going to mute it because... It, loud as fuck um all right so they're showing the elephants they're not quite um stampeding in like like this article lays out they're just kind of milling about minding their own business like they're clearly not meant to be there but they're not doing anything i'm going to be very disappointed if we don't get to watch them kobe a body <laughs> into the air i think it's literally just them all standing around I'm very disappointed. It could be afterwards. I'm kind of skipping through the video as well. 
Yeah, I, I think that it was that these elephants are literally not doing a fuck all. That was the most disappointing article video I've ever watched in my life. All right, and I wasn't screen share there. I don't know why I expected the internet to host a corpse being tossed around by an elephant, but I was hoping that someone did us all a favor out there and would actually have it. I'm assuming that the video happened like after the initial scatter. <sighs> disappointing internet. We have smartphones for a reason. Do better. So, uh, in a video of the alleged incident published by the Times, a herd of elephants can be seen at the edge of the forest with one chasing a villager as mourners yell toward the herd. The herd then destroyed Mermu's home with three other houses being damaged because of the attack. Not only did they fucking come back after trampling her to death to toss her body into the air, they knew which of these uh, village huts were hers and then fucking destroyed it too. Like, I, I, like, I feel like... Like, this is, like, where the uh, the hunter becomes the hunted. Like, they were just, like, lurking at the edge of the woods, like, watching her for, like, days <laughs> on end. Like, all her patterns so they could get the right moment and, and attack her. But then, like, also come back to, like, like you said, not only throw her corpse in the air, but they're like, bitch, we know where you live. And... Right. Uh, there's another video right below that, unfortunately. It just seems to be an Indian man picking through the wreckage of her home, so it's awesome and exciting. <laughs> These videos are really disappointing. I'd rather there not be videos at all. That way didn't get my hopes up that we're going to watch a body being tossed. These people in the videos are also disappointed, but for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure, they lost a villager that they probably loved dearly, but I get to hear about a poacher getting murdered and then thrown, and I'm just like, there should be video evidence. What kind of a shithole country is this? And also, uh, this little home here looks like, uh, like this is all this guy has, and he wishes he has this more, and I feel like 90% of millennials would trade everything they had just to live in a small shack like this right now honestly if um if that if that's the um the home that was uh maya murmur's house um that stuff is his now so <laughs> he made out um the article goes on to say that no one else in the village was reported to be harmed uh, a villager told the Times of India, we were terrified after witnessing the elephant herd on Thursday evening. We have never had such a ferocious elephant bunch earlier. Wait, never su- never had such a ferocious elephant bunch earlier? I think that's a translation, translation error. Yeah. Uh, Murmur's family was able to continue with the ceremony once the herd of elephants left the area. According to the print, the elephant in question had strayed from the Dalma Wildlife Sanctuary, which is more than 100 miles away from Odisha. This fucking elephant <laughs> traveled far for this revenge ceremony. Uh, the level of violence from a usually peaceful creature has many wondering what could have caused such behavior. One person tweeted, whatever that woman did to the elephant is the biggest mystery of the decade. I don't know. what If an elephant's willing to travel 100 miles away from its sanctuary designated area to fucking murder and then trample this home and, and toss the body, what, what do you think she did? This wasn't just poaching. She did something real personal to this elephant. Yeah, did you see the next line, though? There's there's no confirmation on the elephant's motive, as if they, <laughs> they walked up to they walked up to the sort of elephants. They're like, "Excuse me, uh, ma'am, can you? Uh, what was your motive here?" <laughs> I, I don't think anyone was willing to approach it for comment after that. Um, 
So, yeah, obviously no one was willing to approach the elephant to get a, a statement or try to arrest it. Um, it does say, though, that many users online speculate the woman was part of a poacher group Excuse me, that killed the elephant's baby. Pretty good reason to track her down 100 miles and fucking uh, yeet her body into the atmosphere. Uh, um, I think, though, it was something far worse. I think she tried to touch the elephant's taint. I don't know if you've considered murdering the guy at work and then tossing his body as a, a sign of disrespect, um, but I, I feel like she stuck a finger in his butthole or something. Perhaps. Circle I know life. I, the circle, circle is something. Um... <laughs> I don't know that the circle of life involves a finger in the butt. Uh, I forgot that part of uh, of uh, the delivery of our children in the hospital. I, I should have asked Kristen if she was up for a full um, circle of life um, um, simulation. And then when she asked what it was, I would have said, don't worry about it. You'll know when the time comes. And then as she's pushing the baby out, just <laughs> I don't think uh, anything motivates you to push harder than a finger going in your ass when you weren't expecting it. I think a finger in her ass during the trial level would probably be the least of her concerns. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it wouldn't have even phased her, honestly. But no, I, I have not considered um, yeeting my coworker into the air. Uh, okay, you all thrown off thinking about inserting a finger in a butthole after labor. <laughs> No, I like flashed to uh, when my kid was born. <laughs> like, would I have done that when my kid was born? <laughs> no, there. I'm edit, I'm editing myself, so I'm over here in silence because I'm like going to speak, and then I'm like, nah, I probably shouldn't say that. So you're following the intrusive thoughts down dark rabbit holes. I am. See, see, you're still married to the. Uh, the mother of your children. Uh, I have an ex-wife, so I probably shouldn't give any details out. <laughs> yeah, you don't want anything used against you in, law, in the court of law, so. Correct. <laughs> uh, Taya, obviously, um, you uh, have the uh, blessing of a child-free life. You get to just do whatever you want, whenever you want. Um, if a finger were inserted into your asshole unexpected during, I don't know, uh, any time that you were concentrating on something real intensely, what might you react with? First of all, <laughs> what the fuck? Well, I didn't want to leave you left out of this conversation. Me and Justin are over here talking about fingering buttholes during labor, and I thought, well, you, you haven't had that kind of an experience yet, so I thought maybe you would want to be included in the conversation, and if you had any ideas or thoughts on uh, your butthole being um, uh, phalanged while you were in deep concentration on something. You know? <laughs> are you okay, Justin? I No. I... I don't think I have any thoughts. I don't think I have any thoughts on this one. I think we're going to go to the next uh, <laughs> okay. the next question. <laughs> right. Well, it, you can think about it while you're laying in bed going, what the fuck was I part of tonight? <laughs> I'm going to like text you at 5 in the morning, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, if you have any thoughts uh, on uh, what you might do if your butthole were fingered while you were in deep concentration, please write into the show and let us know. I don't know that we'll use it as a segment, but it would be interesting to flood the inbox with, well, if I were doing this and my butthole got fingered. 
might lead uh, might lead to some interesting uh, interesting content later. Anyway, so that's about all I got for the article. Uh, I went from feeling bad for this poor woman and her family and village to. Nah, nah, the elephant did the right thing. Uh, it's it's weird to believe in acts of God when you're an atheist, so. Yeah, I was trying to, like, like work it backwards to how we got to uh, fingering buttholes during labor. And I was like, oh, yeah, he made one offhanded comment about how this woman could have fingered this baby elephant. And here we are. Oh, I didn't say the baby elephant. She's not a pedophile. She fingered the mother's asshole. She's not a monster, Justin. She didn't fully age consent. Yeah, Justin, fuck. <laughs> what what kind of a monster are you to suggest? It was the baby elephant's bottle. <laughs> I, I thought that's how I remembered you selling it. Sorry. <laughs> the FBI is under the chat. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the the first first several episodes have been about uh, a lot of jerking off, and now we're talking about fingering elephants' buttholes and pissing on people when you can't orgasm. Maybe my parents were right. Maybe you were a bad influence. I am a hundred percent bad influence. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I I would like to defend myself and blame um, a uh, a mutual uh, connection. Uh, I want to blame uh, Jen Peterman for this nonsense because uh, I was a, please... a I was a goody good kid in high school, and oh then gosh. I met her, and she she swears she didn't tell me that she was going to corrupt me, but I'm pretty sure she did. So we need to give Jen a shout out. She's she's a peach. She uh, she's contributed to past segments in the uh, previous run of the the podcast. Um, but I don't think she's uh, she's put stuff in the Discord too. I think well, I haven't gone through and dug through all those for everyone to. Um, to I'd like to do a segment with for. her. I think that would be a good episode. She'd be a riot to to have on. I'm sure. Oh, so yeah. Um, I don't know. We, we 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 got way off track, fingering buttholes and everything else. So I'm ready to get out of this weird place that we found ourselves in. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> now that we're uh, we're going to try to get as far away from uh, elephant fingering and all of that as we can get, uh, let's get to something a little bit less heinous. Heinous or anus? Two things okay. can be real. Yeah, you you're, you can stay there and, and daydream about the elephant. Uh, Ty and I will move on to a new segment uh, that we are calling "Where's the Lie Though." Uh, so this particular segment was recommended, like I said, by our listener Holly. Um, she said it could be fun to reveal horrible things about ourselves by playing two truths and a lie. However, I thought it would be more fun if we twisted the rules a little bit and did two lies and a truth. Now, I had uh, asked Ty ahead of time if she was familiar with which of these three things was the truth because she has known me for many years at this point. And I feel like she may have had more insider information than you have where our friendship was ruined over porn when we were younger and we're just now back on track from that again. Uh, that sounds really bad out of context, Ty. Um, when we were teenagers, I used his family computer to look at porn and he got in trouble for it. That's what ruined our friendship. <laughs> I don't know that the, the searching of the porn ruined our friendship or my over overly religious family ru ruined that, that friendship. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it was a matter of his family being just as nuts as mine, and then and insisting that uh, if I was truly the one that did it, I wasn't allowed back over again. So you know what I want to ask my I should ask my sister if she at least enjoyed uh, the search. She found it. So yeah, I, I, I realized that after I said that um, looking at porn ruined our friendship. It sounded like I looked up something really taboo and out of the, the realm <laughs> of uh, uh, legal. Uh, it wasn't anything crazy like that. I was trying to find pictures of Kim Rhodes naked when I was a teenager because apparently I thought she was hot. So anyway. fair enough. Uh, so I have three things here for you. Um, if you guys have any thoughts on them as I go through them, uh, by all means, feel free to interject with, uh, comments, questions, and all of that. I won't give away too much if you have any questions, because obviously the point of it is for you to decide which of these horrible things is the truth among them. So if you have no further questions, we'll go ahead and get into it. Let's go. All right. All of this is fucking terrible! Yep. And you did one of these things? Yep. But where's the lie, though? Alright, so first thing we have here, a scenario I said... I once had a supervisor who was a complete dick to me. He would single me out for being on my phone constantly at work while allowing another co-worker that he was buddy-buddy with to literally talk on the phone to who knows how or who knows who uh, while working third shift. He kept threatening to write me up for and reporting me to management. One night I decided I got tired of the constant berating and knew his work email address. I found some tasteful clown porn and signed him up for it as revenge. I don't know the full extent of what happened, but I had heard he was very unhappy about something he had received on his work email. So do either of you have anything about that first scenario? The, the c clown porn is very specific. It is very specific. Um, if this happens to be the true one, I think if I'm going to ruin somebody's work email and get them in trouble with HR, I feel like it has to be something really out there that's going to get people talking about it. And I thought clown porn might be, uh, might just be weird enough that you get, uh, mentioned, uh, in a meeting. True, but apparently this guy was a joker, so maybe it was right up his alley. Ha ha. You asked for, you asked for dad jokes. You know what was up, what was up the elephant's alley? An unwanted finger. Here we go again. Back <laughs> <at it> again. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think that this, this, I mean, I haven't even read ahead to see what the other ones are, but I feel like this is something that you might do out of spite. Well, we do know I have a history of looking up porn, so... Uh... That's right. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, let's go into scenario two here. We had a co-worker at one point that would constantly steal people's food, drinks, and anything else that was left unattended. I had my food stolen so many times that I considered buying a small cage with a lock on it just so I could ensure that it would be safe. I decided instead I wanted revenge. I decided to bake chocolate laxatives into a brownie and left it sit out on the counter to uh, make it all the more appealing to take. Sure enough, it was gone when I checked on it, but so was that co-worker for the rest of the day. I heard he'd never returned to his department the remainder of that shift. 
So I because feel like I heard... Go ahead, sorry. You go ahead. I was going to say, just kind of like... Knowing you on a personal level, this implies that you baked something, and I, I don't... I'm not saying that you wouldn't. Well, no, I take that back because knowing what you went to school for. So, I don't know. I'm going to rethink this one. Yeah, I was going to say, I did go to school for culinary for Buckeye for two years. Baking was included in that. So, I mean, I'm not a complete inept in the kitchen. Um, and then I did a year of culinary in Pittsburgh after graduating Buckeye. So, I have culinary experience. Um, in fact, I did, I did think I was going to have a baking career when I was in college. Um, I thought I had stumbled upon the greatest dessert of all time, uh, where it was literally boxed chocolate cake and chocolate pudding on top of it. <laughs> it wasn't nice. like, it wasn't like amazing, but it was like, I was like, oh, this is really good. I should, I should sell these for like 10 bucks a cake. And, uh, it never went anywhere. I, I even tried to get my roommates to try it one time and they're like, nah, it's okay. <laughs> so I feel like I, I heard you and Russ have a conversation about, uh, this this particular coworker before on one of the previous pod uh, podcasts and one of its so I but I don't remember the resolution, uh, but you we, definitely. We, so what 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 I wanted to do with these was to make them challenging. Now, um, anyone who hasn't listened prior to this episode, you know, doesn't have all the inside information of Russ's and I previous conversations, um, but. Uh, we did in fact have a coworker, and I wanted to make these difficult by implementing uh, seeds of truth in every one of these uh, scenarios. So you having known from listening have heard me talk about this coworker that did exist. Uh, I've also talked to think about my phone being an issue with a a supervisor at one point. You have, there are seeds of truth in all of these, but one of them is, is an actual resolution to follow through. All right. What, what, what else did you bring to the table? All right, so the third scenario, uh, the potential lie or, or fact, was when I was in high school, my mother underwent some kind of medical issue where she was constantly in pain, but I don't recall what, if anything, the doctors diagnosed her with. Likely, it was fibromyalgia. The pain got so bad some days that it caused her to be a bit short-tempered and quick to yell when someone did something that annoyed her. So one day, I was passing through the living room where I had caught a televangelist that was uh, peddling a free vial of holy water. All you had to do was go to their website and place an order. I didn't know that I believed in healing power of supposed holy water coming from a TV pastor, but I was willing to try anything to make her less of a bitch. I ordered the vial, ensured that I got the mail the day that it arrived, and when she asked for a glass of water, I dumped it in and bid her well. Turns out it was every bit the sham that I believed it to be, but I laughed that I was willing to partake, uh, willing to partake in this to make my life easier. Hmm. So I fullheartedly believe that was something that you did. I, I, it all sounds like something I would do. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I um, feel what makes it believable is that you did it to get her to stop bitching, not because you wanted to help her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that part che- that part checks out. Yeah. What, what are you saying about my personality, my character? <laughs> I would I, do I it th- to make her less of a bitch. I think it says more about your mother than it says about you. <laughs> All right, Freud, here we go. Uh, So those three scenarios, which one seems like the one that I did? I don't don't know, because fibromyalgia is a very specific uh, Mm -hmm. disease. So is clown porn. Yeah, so is clown porn. (laughs) Where where are you at, uh, Ty? I'm never going to say your name right, so. You did. 
Taya? Because I always want to put the L. I always want to say Talia in my head. It's okay. Yeah, I never told you throughout the course of our friendship, but I've always liked the name Talia better than Taya. You've, I think you've slipped up and called me that a few times early on. But it, it, I think that I've been uh, conditioned to think that because watching and playing Batman games over the years, Talia Al Ghul is a really cool character. So I think I just have to favor her over you. That's fair. Okay. I favor her over me too. That's fine. All right, now we're on the same page. <laughs> I serious. I think three is the truth. I I don't. I don't know, because you were in high school. Did you work during high school? And where would have you got this uh, money, which would have had to have been on a card of sorts linked to a bank account? And how keen would your parents been of you spending money or having the ability to purchase things on the internet while you were uh, in high school? That was a valid point. I did not mention if there was a cost involved or if... Uh, um there was any kind of shipping charge or anything like that, or if I had means to do that. You, However, you said, go ahead. Yeah. I would say it's a TV passer. So, I mean, I feel like she would have allowed you to buy it. She would have bought into it. Yeah. But the whole point was, uh, he surprised her with it. So That's, she couldn't okay. have known. It, she would have known it was coming. That's, that's where I'm at. It, it is, uh, I don't know. Because obviously, if it wasn't your your bank account, it would have had to have been your parents. They would have known you purchased it. That's a valid point. <sighs> I won't try to um, dissuade you uh, over any of these uh, any of these possibilities. And so I, I could try to talk you in circles, um, but I don't want to uh, make it any more difficult than it already is. I don't think you're right. The clown porn is very, very specific. And I think two is pretty plausible. But yeah, think... something in my brain has is telling me, like, way deep in the back of my brain that I've heard number two, like, as a story before. But I can't really pick out if it was somebody else or not. But it just, that story specifically sounds vaguely familiar the more I think about it. Yeah. I, I, I just mean, want to ahead. send you guys. I just want to send you guys. I know I wasn't gonna try to talk you in circles. I just want to send you this picture, and you tell me if that wouldn't be something appealing to look at. That would be. I. I mean, <laughs> what, what's their? Uh, what's that fucking uh, show? Oh, uh, big. Comfy oh, couch. Uh, big comfy yeah. Couch, yeah. Luna. Luna. Yeah, yeah, Luna. Yeah, yeah. I'd be down for some Luna porn. That might be who that's trying to be. Uh, so I can't I can't post this in any of the social medias, unfortunately, without getting... Oh, uh, Twitter, I guess. I could. Twitter is basically a porn site now. Um, now but if now you Google image clown porn, it is the second row all the way to the right. Um, I, I, I'm just going to say uh, her giant knockers have plunges on them. Now I'm incredibly intrigued of what else <laughs> you can find if you search clown porn. I can't wait until... Until Kristen asks to use my phone for something and starts typing in C and clown porn comes up as a search result. Uh, I think at this point in point in my life, there's like there's like no shame, there's like no shame. It's just like, yeah, this is weird, but uh, I, I guess I like it. So uh, there's nothing I can do about that. King shame, no king shame. I I have to go. With, I think I have to go with number two. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to actually change, because the more I think about it, I'm going to change my answer to two as well. All right, are we locking in these answers? Locked in. Locked and loaded. All right, uh, you guys were right to suspect number three is the truth, because it was. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, hey, so dang it. it. It didn't actually you cost right. anything. I can't recall which televangelist it was, but it was a free vial of holy water that all they needed was your uh, mailing address, and they cover the chip in themselves, which is an unusual thing, but it was the only reason I was able to successfully um, achieve it, because if I had to have some kind of financial payout into it, I would never have been able to do it. And I think I remember when I was dumping the vial of water into her glass of water that she asked me for, I thought, fucking good riddance, bitch, and I hoped that it was going to cure her, (laughs) like you said, for my character, not because I wanted my dear mother to be healed of this ailment that was uh, causing all of this trouble, but because she was being a bit uh, unbearable, and I was hoping to put an end to that. Uh, Good on you. Good on you for trying. Uh, so uh, also, what future, what is this? I want to know what this water actually was or consisted of, or like, was it actually safe to drink? Right. Yeah. I also considered that after I'd already given it to her, I was like, this could be poison. I don't know. Hundred percent. This isn't like a televangelist who's gone insane. Who's just like, I'm gonna poison the water and give it to everyone. A uh, plot twist. It was Belle Delphine's bathwater. Uh, well, in that case, I bet it tasted delicious. <laughs> oh. And not at all like piss. <laughs> it is full circle all the way this around is, tonight. Is this piss? This is piss. <laughs> piss in ink. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's uh, in the future, Justin, when you, uh, if you want to partake in uh, an easy segment to do and you're kind of running out of uh, things to find, uh, it's an easy one to plug in. Just pop in some horrible things, one of them being the truth, and uh, I'll take a stab at it and figure out what makes you a terrible person. <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, since uh, we're getting a little bit long here on time, let's go ahead and jump to our worst of humanity. Oh my god, who thinks of this shit? Hey, quick, come here, take a look at this. Uh, why would you show me that? I don't want to suffer alone. This is the worst of humanity. This is a segment that Ty is no stranger to as a, um, a listener to the show and also a former participant. Um we had gotten to talk about uh, the term alligator fuckhouse, and then we went down a rabbit hole where we found out that an alligator fuckhouse actually was a song by a few different artists. Uh, did you ever listen to any of those songs? No. I don't think I did either. I think I fully intended to go through and find every mention of it in Spotify and never did. I did because on that particular day, uh, when I listened to that episode, I was hauling stone back from Midvale, and I had a tire blowout on me on 77, and I was uh, parked down there by where the old Dairy Queen used to be, mm-hmm. uh, in that little lot there uh, off of uh, 39 and 516 in Dover. And after you mentioned Alligator Fuckhouse, I went and listened to the songs, but I don't remember. I was going to say, were any of them good, or are they all pretty terrible? Probably pretty terrible. I wish I could tell you I remembered. Is, is it weird that you remember everything about what you were doing that day up until the point where you actually listened to the music and then you just yeah. wipe that out of your mind entirely? <laughs> Absolutely. Right, well, well, I mean, that that, that sounds uh, on par. 
I think we, we part of that we were digging through some of the lyrics of the songs trying to find out if any of them actually mentioned what an alligator fuckhouse was. And I think maybe one of them mentioned uh, what it was actually, and then the rest of them, I don't know, I don't even know what they were, like brothels in Florida or something, I don't recall. But um, I'm probably making that up too. If, if anyone finds out for us, please let us know, I'd be interested to find out, but not so much so that I'm willing to put my own time into it. <laughs> I'm currently listening to one of them in the background right now, and it's by Stagnetti's, Stagnetti's Cock is in the name of the band. Surely that's pretty on par for what uh, what it was. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so the the term we're going for for this week is a flying camel. Um, I don't know if either of you have anything that comes to mind immediately for this one. No, actually, I don't. Flying camel. I have a proposition that nobody's going to enjoy, but it's the only thing that's come to mind, so um, we'll, we'll, we'll let it swing if uh, you guys want me to go first on this one. Let it go, because I've got, I've got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, so with this, of course, because most Urban Dictionary terms that we come across are sex acts in one way or the other, I have to associate camel with camel toe and so i'm thinking of this like wwe style sex situation where a woman is standing up on a rope waiting to plummet down on top of a man is his cock is already rock hard and it has to be for this act to work because the point is is she's got tight pants on that's really outlining the camel toe so when she comes flying down the cannonball on top of his hard dick it's going to rip through the pants and penetrate into her. Therefore, it is the flying camel. You are both stunned in silence. And I don't know <laughs> yeah. if you're calling if you're calling the fucking grippy sock vacation people for me or what. They were too stunned to speak. <laughs> was she? Was she wear, Maybe she was wearing like a like one of those water backpacks, one of those camel backpacks. I mean, sure, or maybe she was smoking a pack of camel or something ridiculous. See, my my um, innocent brain over here. Innocent. She was... <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't questioning the the um, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for the integrity uh, of your innocence. Uh, <laughs> it was more like after all we've been through this last hour, I'm certain you can't be that innocent any longer. That's you're right. <laughs> Right. I, I I honestly I have like nothing. What uh, what does your innocent brain come up with? Or was it the the camel water pack? Pissing on people for fun. Pissing um, on people for fun. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, flying camel could be that she arches her hips upwards so that the piss is gonna stream uh, an arch and uh, land on you. It's like a spitting camel, right? Maybe. I like that I I took whatever slight potential idea that you had and I just carried it through to full fruition and you're like, yeah, I wasn't going to end up there, but yeah, why not? I'm here for the ride. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, that's what I was going for. So is, so is everyone else involved in the flying camel. It might not be sex related at all. We have no idea. We do. We don't. I, but like, <laughs> I, what if like, I don't know. I, I just, I... I have nothing for this. 
Uh, if like, you want to give up, I, I can um, I can just tell you what it is. Of course, there's going to be several possibilities, so we'll have to explore each one. There's there's quite a bit actually. Um, there's like seven entries, but I think only a couple of them are actually called flying camels. So we'll dig through those real quick and find out what it is if you're ready. Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, the first entry here says, As your gal is lying on her back and you are hammering her from your knees, you very carefully move forward and prop yourself without using your arms on your dick while it is inserted in her vagina. You then proceed to flap your arms, letting out a long shrieking howl, much like a flying camel. <laughs> So it was sexual. It was sexual, yeah. Um, So I'm I'm trying to picture this. She's on her back. You're on your knees. You're propping yourself on your dick, which means your full body pressure is now inside of her vagina. Yeah, I. I mean, what comes to mind is uh, Tenacious D when he you know trains to do a cock push up. So it actually has a in world use. This Furth- sounds terrible. Furthermore, what is a flying camel? Like, like this self, it says much like a flying camel, but what, what the, what's a flying camel? Okay, well, if we click on that link, uh, it just brings us back to the same definition. It does. Uh, I, I'm assuming it means a camel that has gained the potential to fly? I, I don't know. Um... So here's another one, which also doesn't sound good. It's the same, essentially. Okay, it's the same thing, but it does it does sound a little bit uh, uh, um, different. Uh, your girlfriend's on her back, and you ram your dick inside. So already we're just fucking jackhammering that shit without any preparation or consent. Uh, carefully, you keep <laughs> bending over, and you try without using your arms to lean on your prick when he's. When he's still, okay, it means when you're still in her pussy, but it says when he's still in her pussy, which means now we're involving a third partner who's not part of this entirely. Uh, then flap your arms <laughs> like a madman and, and make a camel sound. What did you put into this? Okay, that uh, a camel with a ceiling fan propeller, a helicopter propeller. That's beautiful. Thank you for that. Um, a third entry, the flying camel, personal favorite. She's lying on her back, hammering from knees. Okay, same thing. So it sounds like we're in, uh, we're in, um, um, uniformity here. We've got the same thing. Um, this one says, uh, first you position the headboard on your bed an inch from the wall. So this is going to be a very technical, you got to make sure you have it very accurate. Second, you set your girl up doggy style. This is different already. And make sure her head is only a few inches from the headboard. Oh, this is not going to end well. Third, as you're pounding away, her head will tilt the headboard, which will in turn hit the wall. Oh, sorry. will hit it, not tilt it. I was going to say, that sounds like it's too gentle of a term. Uh, her head will hit the headboard, which will in turn hit the wall, making galloping noises. Finally, as all this is happening, you wave your arms in the air and make noises like a camel. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay, so did if you scroll down far enough, you'll find out that a flying camel in... I'm assuming it's some sort of... I don't even know what language it is, so I'm not even going to try. Uh, it's an offensive cinnamon. cinnamon it's an offensive... Um, yeah. Not cinnamon. That word. Uh, can you can you guys talk for me right now? Synonym. Synonym. Thank you, because my brain keeps wanting to go cinnamon. 
Oh. <laughs> that looks if like my, it's either Russian or Ukrainian, I think. Right. Uh, for a charlatan or a con man or someone who, uh, like, sets you up, like, takes your money, takes whatever, but doesn't deliver on the goods or pro- promises. So maybe a flying camel is... When this, like, sex is going so horribly bad that the only thing you can do because you can't deliver on your end or your goods is to just flap your arms and screech. <laughs> All right. That's, that's one uh, interpretation. If, if, you, if, you take, if you take the literal definition and, and, and apply it into the sexual act. All right, so here's... Here's the very last entry of Flying Camel. This one's called a Flying Camel Spin, so it's not technically the term we were using. So we're going to go with it's either banging your girlfriend's head into the the, uh, backboard uh, while making camel noises, which no one I don't think is going to enjoy except for, I guess, you. Um, Not not you, Ty. You get to get a concussion. Oh, cool, cool. (laughs) <laughs> so this last one, the flying camel spin, this is a judged event. So we're in a competition, which kind of goes with the, um, now that's what I call sports segment. We didn't get around to because of time. Uh, so this will double up as our worst of humanity and that segment. Um, so this is a judged event. So one to five other people of many nationalities should be in the room while this is done. When you are ready to have sex, uh, with both partners naked, the woman lays spread out on the bed. The man directs, directly jumps directly on top of the woman with his arms spread out like wings. The man lands on the woman, penetrating her deeply. He gives her two two humps and in a fluid motion gets his legs under her so that she is on top. Holding her legs up, she spins on his erect penis, completing the move. The, the move is then judged on technique. If the woman moves at all during penetration, marks are deducted, and if the man falls or misses during the jump, disqualification can occur. This is a whole goddamn Olympic sport. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is special on so many levels. So in addition to, uh, so we're not doing. I'm assuming we're just throwing foreplay out the out the window. We're not we're not concerned about. Um, this being enjoyable for anybody involved. You're just going to get on your back. Uh, the guy is going to... I, I'm sorry I'm saying this to either Karen or Taya. Like, I'm directing you on what you're going to do. Um, I don't recommend doing any of this for anybody. So the woman's going to lay on her back. The guy's going to just jump from yeet whatever himself. height he can achieve. Huh? Like, he's just going to yeet himself. Yeah, he's just going to yeet himself from whatever pillow fort he's made for this particular sporting event and then just jump on top of her with arms spread out hoping that his dick is just going to magically line up with the vagina without there being any kind of uh, taint javelin mishaps um, and then the, and then he's going to penetrate her but he can't just like then like stick the landing and you know, throw his arms up like I fucking did it. He's got to give her two pumps in a fluid motion and then sweep her up on top of him so that she's on top. And then she has to do some kind of break dance on his erect penis. Does this sound uh, applicable? Do you guys think you could pull this off? No, not I. I don't even try. <laughs> this sounds like a broke. This sounds like this sounds like. Uh, like how I ended up in the ER sex story. <laughs> right. 
now I personally uh, am not uh, gymnastic and athletic in any way. I I can run if I'm being chased by a murder herd of elephants, uh, for someone in the tribe fingering their buttholes. But I'm not by any means um, capable of doing shit. In fact, oftentimes, sorry, Karen, here's some more insight into my sex life with your sister. Uh, I get cramps in my legs sometimes when it's when it's going down, and I, that's probably from working on my legs too often and not massaging them or eating bananas or water. I don't know. I don't know what the problem is, but I get Charlie horses from time to time. That that's unfortunate. Uh, probably not as unfortunate as Karen looking for um, a therapist nearby. I can't lie. But... I've used I've used that as an excuse before. Like, like have you ever like just been with someone and they're so boring that you just want the sex to end and you're just like, ah, oh, oh fuck, sorry, got a cramp, babe. I gotta go stretch this one out over here. I I don't know that I've I've faked cramps to get out of sex before. Ty, do you have an experience in this realm? Um, fake cramps? Now, okay, I've faked a different kind of cramps. <laughs> like, like your your period is occurring and you're like, oh, you better get out. It's about to become a red wedding in there. So, yes, I'm, well, I'm cramping. I'm sorry, we need to stop because this could be... Could <laughs> okay. be... I'm glad I'm not the only one who's come up with excuses to end bad sex. <laughs> I think I've been like, I'm going to make this work, and if I have to pretend this is a sex doll, I'm going to get off one way or the other. <laughs> um, we got to give any... these people We gotta give these people a sentence, and I believe that we should play out the little skit that's in the flying, uh, the flying camels. Do you, you, you want to be the performer? I don't care. It don't matter to me. <laughs> Dude, I won a gold medal last night in sex. No way, man. What did you do? I got two 9.5s, a 9, and an 8 from the Russian judge for pulling off the flying camel spin. Go, Canada, go. (laughs) (laughs) It's not worse than the skits we fucking write every week. Maybe Uh, we need to let Urban Dictionary write a skit. Maybe. I think we could get that AI uh, chat that everyone started talking to recently. We should see if it's got any ideas for time-traveling idiots. Uh, Maybe. Uh, Well, if you're going to go with uh, the very first one we did, um, where you're fully putting all of your body weight on the woman's vagina and shrieking at her, which is enjoyable by all, I'm sure. The definition example is, my girl had to go to the girly doctor today. I think I injured her last night doing the flaming, flying, flaming, god damn it. If there's flames involved, it's gone way off track. The flying camel, ouch. I think if you fucking jumped off the fucking rope onto your woman's vagina with your full body weight, I'm pretty sure she's injured. I'm pretty sure you're injured, because there's no way you're sticking that landing. Gonna fucking break your dick off. So if uh, anyone out there is particularly turned on by the events and conversations of this episode and uh, feel like getting randy with your partner tonight as a result, first off, you should seek therapy because there's something deeply wrong with you. But second of all, let us know if the flying camel works out for you. I just wanna, I just wanna point out that in chat right now, in order, is a video of a woman talking about. Uh, all the squirt on her pillow, followed by a clown with giant knockers and plungers on her tits, followed by just like this camel with uh, heli- uh, helicopter rotor on top, just like saying, I'm the, get the fuck out of here. 
I think, uh, I think we'll, we'll take a screenshot of the Discord chat between the three of us and uh, uh, post it prior to the episode and uh, ask people to let us know what they think is going to be uh, the episode's content based off of these pictures alone. I think it could be a spoiler. Right. It could be. <laughs> I think we need to, direct, need to direct more people to the Discord because I think that gets the most interaction. It does seem to, yeah. Facebook every once in a while someone to post something, but it seems like Discord is primarily where people are posting awful uh, memes of... Uh, the uh, anti-Banhammer room is pretty lit. Yeah, yeah I like how I made the, the Discat... The Discat, fuck, I can't talk anymore. I'm glad we're at the end of the episode. <laughs> I made the Discord so that people could talk and just kind of like build a community and make friends and stuff, and all it's turned into was we can't post this anywhere else on the internet without getting our accounts deleted, so here it is. I was so sad that my SpongeBob meme didn't bring any reactions. I, I don't know if I saw that one. It was uh, the Untold Stories one. Let me see here. Oh, I still have it. I, I delete my things. I delete things off my phone so quickly because uh, my daughter gets a hold of my phone. <laughs> She's got enough issues without uh, <laughs> Christ. Oh, I see Corey's been at it uh, since we've been recording. Always. Disney teaches you to hate your stepmom, whereas Pornhub has a completely different approach. That one is <laughs> extremely accurate. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, let's see. Oh, come on. Uh, to give you context of what else is uh, being posted in the anti-Banhammer chat room, uh, there is a picture of a naked man uh, aiming a bow with a dildo attached to the end of the arrow, um, aiming at a woman's spread <laughs> legs. Uh, it says me helping chain. her with her OnlyFans content so I can get my PlayStation. I dropped that in chat then, Taya. Ta Taya, Christ. Another one was, uh, fuck Netflix and chill. I'm trying to life alert and squirt. And it says, Jesus Christ has left the chat. <laughs> well, this the, is some um, of the things going on in our Discord. The yeah. one that is, um, a, uh, looks like it was an old man trying to use a search bar. Hot Asian women gave an asshole fetish. This is not a search bar. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so good stuff there. Um, obviously, I can't give you the link to it because if I did, it would just be a bunch of letters and numbers that nobody would ever write down. But good news for you, you can find that. But we'll get that right here in a second once we uh, we close that. We're just kind of leaving people uh, suspended on Flying Camel. And I feel like we should probably give a proper uh, finish uh, so they can go about their day, <laughs> as you would do with any partner. All right. All right. Respectfully. Mm -hmm. So, uh, with that all being said, uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and close out this this bastard of a child of an episode. Uh, so, like we said, you can find and follow the podcast on a variety of uh, platforms. We have a Facebook account where people can post uh, news stories, memes, all that good stuff. Um, I post episode uh, content, uh, so news articles, pictures, anything related to the episodes that you're listening to, you can find over there on Facebook. Uh, and also at uh, Instagram, both at Overdue for Extinction. Instagram is a little bit easier to find the content related to the episodes um, as uh, Facebook posts can kind of get bogged down by other people um, uh, posting things. And that's cool. I, I want uh, as much interaction as possible. So by all means, continue to use it. Uh, but Instagram is obviously only posted by me. 
So you'll see uh, things much quicker there. Um, we have a Twitter account, which at this point is really just kind of a, an announcement um, platform. Uh, if you want to follow us there for updates on episode releases, uh, anything that might become newsworthy to share, if we're going to do like get-togethers in the future contests, anything like that, you can follow us there at O, the number 4E, at uh, pod, um, all one word. And uh, not a lot going on there currently. We also have a TikTok at Overdue for Extinction. Sorry to report, we still don't have anything there. Uh, I've been saving videos as I come across them, thinking this will be a fun uh, video to stitch and uh, share. Um, I think I'm, I'm going to get off my ass, though, after this. At, well, maybe not. It's 1030. I should probably go to bed soon for work tomorrow. <laughs> but eventually, I promise, there will be content in there for you to watch. Um and then we've got some we got some stuff planned that we uh, once we get together we can make content and videos and uh, we now newly have a Patreon as well. Uh, Patreon is over at Overdue for Extinction as well. There you will find continued adventures of uh, Lucine and Caveman. It was a skit we did in the first episode. Uh, it's a little bit of a teaser uh, leading to a whole time travel adventure or misadventure depending on how you want to look at it. Um, we're talking about other content that we can do. We currently have several tiers there open uh let me go to the patreon real quick so we can tell you what those tiers are and while um, anthony be, finds those uh yes just so you know we thank you for all your support and all the money we currently raise goes back into the production of this podcast so we can continue to bring you your weekly laughs as fucked up as they are yeah i guess karen's not real big on being paid in ramen anymore so no. she wants actual monetary <laughs> value um, so we have uh, five, yeah, five tiers currently. The first tier is called Spotlight Dummy for just one dollar a month if you want to support us. Um, we are going to start shouting out patrons that uh, um, uh, subscribe at this tier or higher tiers. At the end of every episode, we are going to give you a shout out. Um, I think we're going to do something a little more than just saying your name because um, that's not super fun. I think we'll uh, <laughs> we'll make up something about you like. Um, so and so, uh, like if Justin, you were going to subscribe to our Patreon, maybe I'd say, uh, I want to give a shout out to Justin Thomas for the one day that he saved my life while I was choking on a dick that I wasn't planning on taking in, you know, something <laughs> like that. Um, and then, then I can chime in with spoiler alert. It was my dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He pulled it out and saved my life. Um, we'll do something like that. Make it a little more interesting than just that. I promise it won't be all elephant fingering and dick choking. And pissing um, on people? Yeah, pissing on people, right. Unless you want it, that's going to cost extra. Um, at the $5 the five dollar level is our money bags dummy level. Um, you're going to get exclusive content. So that's like we said, the continued uh, Lucian and Caveman skits. Uh, we're talking about other uh, additional things like maybe doing uh, dad joke off videos, bloopers that occurred during recording. And there are a lot of them. Um, we're kind of figuring out some other video content that maybe we can post exclusively to there. Um, not only fans. Sorry for the few of you that have reached out about the only fans we're not we're not planning on making i don't know what justin's got going behind the scenes uh, um 
But uh, our, our third tier is Dummy with a Message. This one was an interesting one we talked about doing. Um, so that's going to get you the uh, the shout-out. Well, the, the shout-out will also do the money bags for the $5 a month. For $10 a month, you get the shout-out every episode. You get um, exclusive content like I just mentioned. And the new thing about this tier is we will send a cameo knockoff video to someone of your choosing. If you have a, a hate message, if you have an anonymous confession, a love letter, anything that you want delivered to somebody but you don't have the courage to say it you give us that message and if you have a very like scripted message we'll be sure to follow script otherwise we will uh we'll kind of cameo this shit and um we'll tell people what you want them to know um so that will get you one one uh, video message a month so for the uh, duration of your subscription um our fourth uh, tier is called So Many Tacos. That is relevant to what I've put in the descriptions. I'm not going to explain it now as we're running a little long. But the uh, So Many Tacos is only limited to two people currently and for a very good reason. So for that tier, you get shout-outs every week. You get the exclusive content and the personal message once a month. Once a month. I started going to Sean Connery because I'm going to a list. Um, once a month to someone. Uh, and a new uh, bonus for this one for 20 a month is the you're the star of the show benefit which is you will get to be a guest once a month on the podcast so the baby made a reappearance uh, i guess he's done with his floating and spewing latin at me um <laughs> You would, sorry, you cut that out, okay. Um, so the You're the Star of the Show is going to get you a guest appearance. The only reason it's limited to two is because if people do actually take interest in becoming guests, we can't obviously have four or more, or this is just going to become a guest episode every episode. And uh, then we can't fit everyone in without doing bonus episodes and releasing constantly, and we are already struggling to keep up mentally. So we're, uh, we're limiting it to two for the time being. Um, so that's 20 a month. And then the last tier, the dummy that has it all tier, is 25 a month. If you can afford this one, you get the shout-out, the exclusive content, the personal message once a month, and we're including a merch uh, podcast-related. And it might be a Tumblr, it might be a sticker pack, it might be shirts, um, we're not going to leave you in the dark about it though. I'm working with my wife currently who does, uh, has her own Etsy for such kind of, um, crafting, uh, her Etsy store is called crafting to escape. And, uh, we're kind of talking about, um, different, um, ideas for, uh, design and stuff. So maybe it'd be like one episode will be, or maybe like the first month that you subscribe to this tier will be a shirt with the podcast logo on it, which is the, um, hamster running on the wheel with the, um, meteors coming, crashing down on it. That says overdue for extinction. We want to turn you into our own personal billboard. So that's what we're going to do. Um, maybe the next one will be uh, episode specific related. We'll do, uh, we'll pull ideas from episodes. Maybe it'll be like if you finger an elephant's asshole you'll get pissed on and then people are going to ask you about the shirt and you can tell them about the podcast so you know we'll, we'll think of something we don't have anything uh set in stone quite yet but i, I think uh we'll, we'll get some things going here um that's what we got for patreon right now if you can support us in any way possible please do so you can also go find for free to everybody all of the episodes that russ and i did before justin and i revamped the show um that is all over the patreon overdue for extinction um but, i feel like oh good oh but also uh if if uh, you could do anything please rate and review us uh that would be excellent uh, yes 
absolutely uh rating and reviewing is absolutely free um takes you five seconds just to put that we are the best podcast you've ever come across in your life i don't care if you mean it or not i'm used to people telling me that they love me when they don't mean it so you know uh, they got real sad real quick and then everyone was quiet <laughs> on me. Um, so if you want to follow me on any of my personal socials, you can follow me at Instagram and Twitter at Unfeeling Dragon. Um, I don't post a whole lot on Twitter. Kind of forget that it exists. And then when I do go on it, it becomes a political shit show. And so I'm just like, nah, I'm checking out. This isn't for me. Instagram, I post a lot of memes as opposed to life events that are happening to me because I don't do anything outside the house but work. And uh, that's about it. So uh, I post the good, good memes. Um, Taya, do you want to plug any socials for people to find you? Or do you um, want I don't... to be a hermit and not find have anyone find you at all? Um, I mean, on I don't really do social a whole lot. Um, Facebook, you can find me under my name is fine. And then um, I do have a TikTok. Um, let's see, what is my TikTok name? Yeah. Uh, Sass Pancakes. Sass Pancakes. Do you want to shout yes. your name out? If you want people, to, you don't have to. Obviously, I don't know what kind of weirdos listen to us, other than the people that touch taints un, un uh, welcomed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sass X Pancakes on TikTok. All right, uh, Justin. Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at the the Spectral Vagabond. That's the underscore Spectral underscore Vagabond. Uh, TikTok's pretty barren right now. Uh, more to come as I actually get time to make shit to provide to you. Otherwise, Instagram is mostly life updates and short, uh, just short videos, little skits that I end up doing for announcements and shit like that. But, uh, feel free to follow me either of those places. And you can, uh, find me hanging out in the, um, Discord for Overdue for Extinction. I did, yes. Thank you for yes, bringing that up. Yes, I did absolutely. forget to mention that. Um, so those of you who want to join the Discord, please absolutely flood in there. And uh, I can't be responsible for what you find, but you can jump in there. Uh, if you go to the Facebook page, um, I think it's in the tw- If you go to Twitter, I think it's my post, my pinned tweet has all of the socials and all the links where you can go. And if you go to the uh, Facebook group and go to my profile, my profile is public. I also have a pinned post on my Facebook account, my personal one. I guess if you want to follow me on there, you can. I share a lot of memes and shit posts, I guess. Um, But if you want to follow me on there, you can. Um, And then uh, I have a pinned post on there with all the links, too, including Discord. So go to either of those two locations, and you can find where to join in on the shit posting in Discord. Thank you guys for having me on. Thank again. you for yeah. coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Thank you for putting up with us. Yeah, I was oh, going to say, we, we took some, <laughs> some dark turns here tonight, so I'm glad that you were uh, <laughs> on board. I don't know if you've had to drink or smoke to kind of uh, um, keep up mentally, but... Yeah, I think this are. is kind of on par for how our friendship yeah, is. It's, so it's... This is about what I bring to the table. Uh, I think people who meet me, um, I want to say real quick, people who meet me are um, are probably caught off guard if they ever listen because I'm usually very quiet and reserved and I don't talk unless talked to and that kind of opens me up to communication a little bit more. I'm a very extroverted introvert. I like to talk to people, but I don't like to start the conversation if I don't have like a good um, relationship with you already. Oh, I'm the um, same way. Yeah, and uh, one of my one of my managers, <laughs> my my one job said, "Oh, I saw 
saw you have a podcast because I added him on Facebook, and he's like, I saw you had a podcast. I said, Yeah, yeah, you, it's uh, t- we talk about dumb people all the time. We kind of talk about what people do that makes the news and um, gets them into bad situations. I said, if you're familiar with things like Florida Man or Sex at Mid to VR, it's kind of along those lines. And he's like, Yeah, I hope they gave it a listen sometime. And he said uh, one Sunday he was going to listen to it while he was off work, and he has not said anything to me <laughs> while making direct eye contact since he said he was going to listen. So I'm fairly certain he's listened. Um, so I, <laughs> I, on the other hand, if you've worked with me or you're in my like close friend group, hell, it, even even it depends on the mood. If I'm in a public situation, uh, I have the same personality everywhere. So like I bring this warped sense of high energy everywhere I go, and uh, if uh, any of my coworkers or any of my buddies would not be surprised that. This is uh, what we create. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, in addition to rating and reviewing, um, please share this with everybody you know. Word of mouth is the best way to make this grow. Uh, I'm sure TikToks would also help if we could get off of our fat, lazy asses, but here we are asking right. you to do the work for us for the time <laughs> being. Um, but so if you guys you have tell- nothing else, what? No, I was going to say, so word of mouth and sharing is like the Viagra of advertisements. Yes, indeed. Uh, so if you guys have nothing else, I think we should probably let the hostages go. They've uh, suffered enough today. <laughs> thank you for listening, everyone. All right. Uh, thank you again, Ty, for being on. Uh, Absolutely. I guess, um, thank go, you. Go seek therapy, everybody, for continuing to listen every week. Uh, thanks again for showing up, as usual. Stay safe and stay smart, dummies. Overdue for extinction.